Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. What's going on, everyone? Jetta Cameron and Jen Rich. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling this uh, Wednesday morning. Well, it's going to be a busy show. It's going to be an active one because, man, oh, man, there's a lot to discuss. First and foremost, we have later today a Howie Roseman, Nick Sirianni press conference that obviously we will be all ears for. We got a Flyers loss last night, three in a row now on the wrong side. Carter Hart taking an indefinite leave of absence from the Flyers. Sixers off. They'll be back at it later in the week. Reese Hoskins out. He goes to the Milwaukee Brewers to the end of the Hoskins era here in Philly and Jimmy Rollins and Chase Utley both do not make the Baseball Hall of Fame. So we will discuss it all, and we'll do it with you here at 215-592-9494. Buckle up and get involved at 215-592-9494 because all these issues and Doc Rivers to the Bucks, all on the table. Joe DeCameron, John Ritchie. Richie Rich. Hello, Joe. Hello there, pal. Vanilla is a member of the Orchid family. So that means that those little brown flecks in your vanilla ice cream are little pieces of orchid seed. Yeah, you know me and orchid don't do well together. We've already You're been right. Been, <laughs> do we have that, Jimmy? We've been through this. Yeah, I could get that. Yeah, Joe didn't know how to pronounce that word. O-R-C-H-I-D. What? Well, I didn't know what it was. Well, I think I also didn't know what it what it is. I still kind of don't know what it is. You, you don't know what an orchid is. It's a flower, right? Yeah. All right. Well, I didn't know that like four years <laughs> People ago. People have bought you them over the yeah. years. So, but that's yeah. why. They didn't know. I didn't know. I know. I know. You said orchid? Well, there was that, too. I was, it was <laughs> a whole. <laughs> it was like a Krzyzewski. Krzyzewski? Shocking. It's one of those things. All right. <laughs> let's get to it here today. So, um, Howie and Nick, I, I am fascinated to, to hear what they have to say today. You know, it's going to be tricky for, I'll tell you this, it's going to be a tricky one because questions are going to be coming fast and furious at them and they, they will have a difficult road to navigate to tell the truth, um, to not spill all the beans. They got to spill some beans because otherwise the fan base is really going to be dissatisfied if they don't feel like there's a, a, a proper bleed out, so to speak. Um, so these guys got to take massive responsibility but they're not the only ones responsible i mean there's jalen and others and how do they navigate that reality in what they publicly present i mean i think the first question at the press conference should be hey howie over the last nine days did you and jeffrey Lurie deliberate on whether you're going to fire nick sirianni yes or no now we all know the answer is yes but like what would he say to that would he say yes of course he would say yes. 
He has to. Say. I no, I don't know. Chance about that. zero percent chance. Why would you not say Less yes. than zero. Why would you say that? You put because your coach on the hot seat. No one true. knows it. It's reports. There have been reports. Yeah, There's been no. But James, now, now you're off to a bad start. This is now Dude, like do you think they, you think Howie should say yes, I, I, sitting I, I, next to Nick Sirianni? I'm just saying this is where it gets complicated. There is a zero percent. I hear both of your points, John. I hear your point. You're saying be real with the fans, yes. James. What you're saying is don't. He's sitting next to Nick Sirianni. There is a zero percent chance he'll say that. I bet my life. Okay, you guys see, like, this is the stuff I'm interested in. I want details. And then I want to see how they re- resolve trying to walk, work their way around details. All right. So your anticipation for the press conference, the questions you want to hear asked, how you anticipate they will answer it, how you anticipate they should answer all sorts of stuff, including, obviously, hey, Howie, why is Nick back? You know, that's another big one. But there's a million of them. 215 for all of that, and, and we'll we'll go through a lot of that as we move through the program today. Curious your thoughts and your sense of anticipation for what obviously is one of the more anticipated press conferences in a long time here in Philly sports. All right, let's also get to Howie specifically. John, this is now our seventh show since the end of the Eagles season because, you know, Tuesday of last week, that's four, and then three this week so far. So seventh show since they, they hit their death. And we really have not done a deep dive on Howie Roseman. He's been part of the conversation, clearly. But more so, and much more so, has been Nick Sirianni and and Jalen Hurts. And the decision on Sirianni to keep him, to not, what they will do, what they should do, blah, 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 blah. All right. We have gotten some calls from people who say Howie should be out. I'm not of that mindset, but some people believe that. I'm curious where everyone stands today at 215-592-9494 on the whole Howie thing, his culpability for the downfall of the Eagles and the 2023 failures, Um, whether he is actually more culpable than Jalen Hurts, as a poll last week indicated ever so slightly. Sirianni had the majority of votes. Uh, Howie Roseman had 12%. Um, Jalen Hurts had 11% for who's most culpable. Sirianni got the remaining, you know, votes. All of this, you know, should he be on the hot seat? Um, since they're obviously not firing him, and I think it would have been crazy to do so. Um, but should he be on the hot seat entering 2024 the way Nick Sirianni clearly is on the hot seat entering 2024? John, this and more, and all of it at 215-592-9494. Where, John, do you stand after another year of Howie? Answering another year of Howie, where do you stand? Is Howie preventing us from having a Hall of Fame coach right now? Uh, because if that's the case, then that does change my view. To hire a different that's one, That's troubling. Yeah, 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 to hire. Like, I, I'm wondering, is Howie preventing us from – is he restricting or eliminating the possibility of even interviewing some of the greatest football minds during this time of uncertainty? If that's the case – that's a real problem. Like, yeah, that yes, how we should be on the hot seat. That would make us a better team. That, uh, my gosh, so why, they go, why they go did we not it. bring Harbaugh right. or Vrabel or Belichick or Pete Carroll in here? Just I don't know. Discuss something. Just talk. Well, they like, have a head coach. Some great minds. I yeah. That's why. That's I get problem. it. That does but, make it hard. But, James, to be clear, they could have talked to them privately while having a head coach. I mean, that's not crazy. Well, they might. We have no yeah. idea. We don't. You know, yeah. Sure but but the point is, the why why we are not hearing connect. about it is because they have a head coach. That's right. That's right. They did Because they chose to keep that guy. That's and right. 
if Howie's approach prevents us from having Hall of Fame coaches, then he should be on the hot seat. I feel like what we're seeing is an unwillingness to turn over any level of power to anyone, even people who know a ton more about football than anyone else in the world, than anything or any numbers or analytics in the world. And, and Okay, he's responsible for the fact that we have holes at every level of our defense. Howie is responsible. Um, he's not responsible for the injuries that occurred that caused that stuff. He is responsible for making a mistake on Jordan Davis. I believe that was a mistake now. I've I have seen it for two seasons. He is not worth the 14th pick or whatever that was overall. And by the way, number see, one overall, my gosh. And seeing Kyle Hamilton rise to the point where he's already one of the best safeties in football. And it's such a, a glaring, maker. glaring position of need, was a position of need, yep. is a position of need. That's a that's a big miss. Jordan Davis is not good enough. Uh, Nicobe Dean is also a Howie fail in my book. There's still some room for N'Kobe Dean to save this thing, but that's really unlikely. You know, at I least agree. Howie took him in the third round. Um, I never could have expected that James Bradbury drop-off. Right. You know, he lost two steps. So I don't put that on Howie so much. I can't blame the effects of father time on Howie. But there's the but argument he should have seen it. I can it. blame. I mean, there, is, there is an argument that, like, he— Ringo and Ricks didn't quite look ready to sustain a high level of play. Yep. Well, they're rookies. Yeah. They shouldn't have counted that's on them a, as the that's point. That's a yeah. tough one. Yeah. That's a tough one. It is a tough spot. Yeah. Uh, I just keep coming back to coaching being a bigger problem than the player evaluation. Coaching being a bigger problem than— Howie. Well, how about, the Desi- how about the Desai thing? I well, mean, because that has to enter the fray here also. Patricia, yeah, and and the by thing. the way, that's another question I want to hear asked today. Howie, did you order the Code Red? Well, it's my number one question. Red. It's my number one question. I want it asked just Great like point. that, Joe. Because that Code Red is did the, you fire Desai? the you, main you... downfall of this season. If you if you really had to boil it down, the, the distrust that, that that created, you, you could, you know, in 10 years, when, when all these books are written or yep. whatever about this season, a lot of people are going to point to that and say that was why. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, it, it's fast. Will we ever know who truly made that determination that Desai had to be demoted? I think we will never actually know. We know that Sirianni is on the record during the season of saying that it was his decision. There are a lot of people that simply don't believe that. Uh, it's it's going to be a fascinating part of of the press conference today. I mean, how do you think they handle that? Um, you know, and they'll say I did. Yeah, they'll say, Sirianni. It will, falls right? on me. Yeah. They'll say it's my defense. I demoted him. You think that's part of why he's back, John? Meaning, yes. meaning that an organization, Lori and Howie, have an appreciation for the head coach taking bullets for them, and they feel it would be a tough firing if you can the guy that you know. Body body block the public from getting to you, so to speak, by taking the bullets. Well, I mean, yeah, look if he if he keeps falling on every puddle it, before you, like someone called a sword. It, it makes it hard to <laughs> right a puddle or sword. Look, I, both I, so at me, the same time. Let me tell you where I'm at in Howie, and again, you can weigh in. This oh, guy's shameless. Like, really, it feels like Nick Sirianni's going to do whatever it takes to hang on to this job. <laughs> Don't they realize that the players and everyone else in that building they can catch wind of this too yeah they know what's going on and that doesn't paint him in the most i don't know friendly light how he's going to be out there next uh, training camp with a with a whistle 
He's going to be throwing a whistle. Hey, line up. Let's go. Hey, next field. Let's, all right. No, he's yeah. not going to do it. But here's the deal. Here, all right, let me tell you where I'm at on Howie. Where I am at on Howie. Not even close to out. Not even close. Look, guys, we can have the conversation, and I know there's going to be some people that say he should be on the hot seat on 2024. I ain't one of them. I've seen this organization have way too much success under Howie Roseman to, to be of the – like if they go 7-10 and 10, – they go six and eleven. I'm still bringing them back. It's just I I I have seen this team win a championship. I've seen this team get to another championship that, frankly, they lost absolutely not in 2022 because of a failing of wow. Howie so Roseman. So because this team has won a championship, it's not just that. I mean, it's going to be. He's dug out like, of holes before too. He's like dug we've out of seen multiple him holes. Dig out yeah. of holes. Eleven months ago, they had the best roster in football, and now I'm like, all right, in, a, well, in the Super thought, Bowl, eleven and a sure half months did. ago. I get it. I get it. So I, I just, I'm telling you, if I'm Lori, I'm not even considering moving on from Howie. But look, I know a lot of people out there are either currently. Or, hey, one more year of this, and then that's it. Talk to us here today. 215-592-9494. Amongst the questions, should Howie have been fired? Should Howie be you on the hot you got to look at this season as something Howie did do wrong this season. I don't there just, were mistakes I'll get made to that. this I, season. I agree. Uh, should Howie be on the hot seat in 2024? What do you want to hear Howie say today? Do you think Howie's more culpable than Jalen? A poll result last week spoke to that. All of this at 215-592-9494. And what John just said, put into words, from your perspective, Howie's culpability for the failures of 2023 and where you think they go from here. 215-592-9494. It's going to be a busy day. Man, do we have a lot to get into. We'll do it all with you on 94WIP. Hey, if you've been watching the NFL playoffs from the sidelines from a betting standpoint, where there is still time to get in on the action with FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. New customers, you can bet this Sunday's conference championship games with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. It is an amazing opportunity. Think about this. You place a $5 bet, not 10 not 50 not 100 not 500 You place a $5 bet, and with that, you get $150 in bonus bets Guaranteed. It's incredible. It's an amazing deal. And obviously for either of the two games on Sunday. So find the bet or bets that works for you. Point spread, player props, overrunners, and more. And lock in at FanDuel.com slash hammer. The website, FanDuel.com slash hammer. Let me say it again. FanDuel.com slash hammer. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
Now, it is Wednesday morning. That means coming up at 7 o'clock AMA. That means if you want an answer, you better get your questions in on Facebook, Twitter, and the text line. AMA, 7 o'clock today. Good morning, all. 215-592-9494. Right, I have the first question of the day and then right to the phones. How do we feel about Reese Hoskins no longer a fill? John, you get first crack at it. Where are you at here? I'm really sad. Reese Hoskins was, he and Aaron Nola were the guys we go way back with. And, you know, Joe, our our show, our first uh, time we got to go down there to, to Clearwater, the, I, I want to say the first guy we talked to was was Reese Hoskins. And, man, and, he's a ni- and he's a nice guy. He was a good person. Yeah, Your first just, baseball jersey, too. Exactly. I got to go get a new jersey now. I've been mm, wearing Reese's 17 for a but while. you can rock that at CPP forever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I'd like to also have a current player, so <laughs> I am going to need another one. Uh, you know, so it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart. He is a stand-up guy, always represented this team, I mean, flawlessly. He, it, it felt like he was well, flawlessly, always, except when the ball trickled down to first base in the World the Series. <laughs> I'm not talking about defense. I'm talking about standing up and, no, and I know. you know, being the guy at the children's hospital and, and, and being the guy who has a, a sensitive and, and kind statement to make, you know, uh, about something that's going on. Like, he really is a great representative for whatever team he's on. Well, look, we'll, we'll see where everyone stands because I'm, I'm fascinated by this, this Hoskins thing. I mean, you could see it coming from a mile away. But I will say as the clock ticked past Christmas, past New Year's, past mid-January, it did make me wonder, was there a scenario that he was going to be back and Rojas, who obviously struggled mightily in the, in the playoffs, wasn't going to be a regular? Now, look, we don't know for sure it's going to be Rojas. They could still sign someone else, you know, come on down from door number three. So, um, but I, I'm, I'm sad. I, I also get it from the standpoint that, you know, team speed and defense, which clearly they improved upon dramatically last year in the absence of Hoskins in the lineup uh, or in the field, whatever you want to call it. It's uh, impossible to go back. It's impossible to go back to slow and, and frustrating and, Sticky molasses. Does help though when you have a guy that hits thirty home runs and has an on base percentage of three sixty to three seventy. I mean, he the guy was a walk machine. He was a lot of home runs. So, I where do you stand on it? We'll 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 get into that as we move through the program. Let's go to the phones. Obviously, Howie, you know, top of mind. Howie and Nick Sirianni's press conference very much on our mind. All these topics at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four, including your chance to win Green Day tickets. We'll get to that shortly today on the program. Let's go to Mike kicking us off in Douglasville. Hi, Mike. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Doing all right, Mike. This Howie thing. First off, I think my first question to him would be, you know, show him you missed on Kyle Hamilton. You missed on Brian Branch this year, who is currently another safety with uh, uh, the Lions, who are about to play in the NFC Championship game. Now it's two safeties we could have had. Um, CJD. Did Brian Branch make some of those uh, teams? Was he a rookie of the year guy, or was he just really good? I'm not entirely sure. Because he was really good. But watching him in that game last last weekend, I mean, I I know I wanted him coming out of college. I didn't follow him throughout his rookie years to see exactly how he did. But seeing how he played the other day, hell yeah. Yeah. And by the way, for those that don't know, Brian Branch taken after Nolan Smith. So it's not a matter of you had a – not take Jalen Carter to get him. You could have not taken Nolan Smith to get him, just to exactly. frame it for people that don't know. 
More um, productive but, than Nolan uh, Smith. Uh, Let's put think? it that way. Brian it, Branch was everywhere. Let me put it this way. The only guy that was almost, almost equally productive than Nolan Smith in his first year with the Eagles was, ready for this, Mike? Marcus Smith! Oh, oh God. God. Please. Yikes. Stop. <laughs> All right, it wasn't that bad, but it was close. All right, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. My first question. <laughs> you weren't expecting a Marcus Smith no, reference. No, I no, was no. not. No. All right, Danny Watkins. Okay. But, uh, I mean, in all seriousness, with keeping Sirianni, with seeing how these guys have obviously prioritized, you know, O-line, or O-line and D-line over these uh, other positions, it, it you have to wonder, it's like, is – Sariani and Howie officially tied together because Howie's made a lot of questionable decisions lately. A lot of players that have been selected after us or right around us have flourished while our guys are on an injury report somewhere or not even on the field. Um, if Howie doesn't get these draft picks this year, uh, right? The free agency. Well, Mike, right? let me he's ask you a direct question. He's going to be gone. if Sariani's gone. Mike, direct question. Do you think Howie should be on the hot, on the hot seat in 2024? It's tough. It's really tough because you you see he's done a lot good, but yeah. when you pull back the curtain a little bit, there's a lot of bad. Um, despite what we thought, sounds was like you sounds good. like you lean yes. All right, Mike, appreciate the call. By the way, when you call in today, rest of the show, you've got a chance to win a pair of tickets to see who Green Day. Great band coming to Citizens Bank Park in August, August 9th, Green Day, the Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid. American Idiots and the Linda Lindis, August 9th. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com. All right, here's how we're giving them out today. You got to give us an answer to a song or any title, frankly, that has, um, you know, it can be a movie, whatever, that has a reference to uh, one of the five senses. You might say, well, why the heck's that? Because uh, Happy Birthday goes out to that Daniel Diamond, John. I don't know how old he is. He's probably mid-70s, high 70s at this point. Uh, Neil Diamond, you know, might be older than that. He might be dismissive, man. He's he's an icon. He's he's a a rich history of American music type icon. He also hasn't done anything for forty years. Treasure, man. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, that's not true. Oh yeah, he's 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 banging him out. This had a new Rick Rubin album, a couple Rick Rubin albums in the last like decade. I see. He's eighty-three. Eighty-three. That was weird. That yeah. was very insane, Korea. People are getting yes. old. I'll tell you. That. All right. So, Sweet Caroline, obviously. Now, now, you know, sweet. You know, if you think in, in terms of uh, taste, you know, sweet's a, a taste reference. Not that he was. You know, it was more a reference to Caroline Kennedy as being a sweet girl. You know, as, as President Kennedy's daughter. But um, you know, a lot of ways to go here. When you th- five senses. Let's just remind everyone: uh, taste, sight, smell, touch, and hearing. So it, it, it can be a little bit in a roundabout way. Like, I'll give you a for instance. I, I would go with the song In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. I mean, the whole premise is I'm looking. You are cheesy, I'm looking man. in It's a good song, It's a good song. In Your Eyes. The perfect Super cheapy. That's I, cheesy. Am, I am seeing. I am seeing. Well, the video, Chalky. too, where he's doing that dance, he's kind of like, in your <laughs> oh, eyes. And he says it the whole video. The yeah. slow. The, Wow. <laughs> All right. The hazy 80s VHS vibe. Yes. <laughs> this is so perfect. All right. Give us a, a, a great title. And maybe it's a song. Maybe it's a movie. Maybe, whatever. That's got a, a reference somehow. It can be a little bit loose to one of the five senses. Richie, what are you thinking here today? Best answer is going to win the Green Day tickets. Put those thinking caps on, boys and girls. What do you got here today? This is actually the Joe DeCamera theme song. 
by the divinals. Okay. <laughs> I touch myself. Ooh, what? <laughs> nice clean. Everyone cut it off. Well done. Wow. Yeah, I, I knew to I knew to lay out off that one. All right, John. All right. Well, we had to get you back for that 30 second comment last week. Uh, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? All right, let's move from uh, Richie <laughs> to Devin as a follow up. Anyway, Devin, your follow up to to that. All right, so care to, um, care to comment? No, not gonna comment on that. Uh, but I, mine, mine's kind of I don't know, controversial, debatable. But the sixth more more controversial than the last answer? No, definitely not. <laughs> the sixth sense. The sixth sense. Well, I don't know. It's not Does, one of the. It's, not it's one only of five senses. But it's a sense. I don't like it. I don't, yeah, I think, it, I think it's a no go. It's a sense, but it's an extra. All right. Well, wow, that's that's odd. I get that's it. It's not one of the senses. Though. It's it's not. But okay. All right, Seltzer. When you think of one of the five senses, <laughs> what comes to mind for you? Uh, James is all he, flustered. What? He's he's butchering it back there. <laughs> All right, Rhea, your turn. This guy's this guy's horrible. Uh, what do you got? You know, we're, you know, we're having technical issues here. That's not my fault. The well, thing just happened again, where the board okay. changed. Well, and maybe changed you it. should have spit it out instead. It of, takes you know... my mic off the board when it happens, so uh, I can't even speak on the. I air. thought you were trying maybe to play some the, audio. Maybe it's the system telling me I shouldn't speak. All right. <laughs> I'm going in the wayback machine. What Come see about me, Diana Ross and the Supremes. Ooh. Okay. All right. All right, Rhea. What do you got here? Uh, I am going with. Have you ever seen the rain? Yeah. Yeah. Love that song. A, it's a great song. Look, there are so many great answers here. John. My gosh, there are a lot of great answers. Should this be only music or should this be all, all titles? I'm just, I just need a, a rule. Oh, I think it should be all titles. Don't, all, why not? Okay. Sure. All right. All right. All right. All right. Give us a great answer. 215-592-9494. This is, after all, for Green Day tickets. Coming up, in addition to all the calls, we're going to talk to Shio Kapadia this hour. We'll rock your calls on all these topics. We'll also get into the Baseball Hall of Fame reality. And what happened for the local guys who were up? We'll get to that and more. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on 94 WIP. Let me tell you about the exciting things going on at Lexus of Cherry Hill. It's a new year, so it's time for a new ride from Lexus of Cherry Hill. The L-certified winter collection sales event going on now at Lexus of Cherry Hill. Receive special finance rates on select L-certified Lexus now through February 29th. They have over 300 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Lexus of Cherry Hills proudly served the Delaware Valley since 1989. They are family-owned and operated, and on top of all that, they are veteran-owned, and my friends at Lexus of Cherry Hill are now a six-time J.D. Power Dealer of Excellence recipient for the customer sales experience. So stop in, see Tony LaBello and his team. You'll see why they continue to be awarded this prestigious honor. Visit LexusofCherryHill.com 24-7. Lexus of Cherry Hill, family-owned and operated. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Jenna Cameron, John Ritchie. It is 94 WIP. We'll talk to Shiel Kapati coming up in just the next couple of minutes. Your thoughts on the press conference later today, which, incredibly, we still don't know the time of. Isn't that I, ridiculous? It is. It is ridiculous. Just tell it's rude, too. Time. Thank you, James. Like, totally. What, what's up, James? How do you explain that? I think they want it to be kind of on the fly. I think they want people to not be super comfortable, super prepared. Like, that's what I think. I, that's what they always do. You know, they, they never, like, with these type of things, they always kind of try and, like, you know, throw people off. Like a lot of times they'll be like, all right, press conference today, how he's speaking or like uh, tomorrow in the morning or whatever. It's like, I just think they want people to be not as prepared or as ready as they could be. And yeah. maybe not able to get there. Maybe, that too. Sure. Maybe, yeah. Maybe not able to get there. All right, let's go to the phone. Shield Kapati is shortly where you stand on Howie Roseman. Do you think he should be on the hot seat in 2024? Do you think he should have been fired? I certainly don't. I've heard that, you know, from some callers, not many, but some over the last week or so. Do you think they should have fired him? I think that's ridiculous, but um, less ridiculous is whether he should be on the hot seat in 2024. Now, I would not have him on the hot seat, but I do get the argument. If you want to make it, let's go. Let's get to Dennis in Springfield. Good morning, Dennis. Oh, good morning, guys. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, the only way he's coming here is if he's bringing Caleb Williams with him. <laughs> wherever, that, wherever that kid ends up, that's where he's going to be the offensive coordinator at. Yeah, but that's uh, why they thought he was going to go to Chicago, and he didn't. Yeah, well, but but Cliff it's, Kingsbury it's, well, it's, is it the one. Matter. Cliff Kingsbury is the one coach that Jalen Hurts said coached him. Correct. He, there was one point in time I, a few years back. Well, it was Oklahoma and, coach. Was yeah. he was he the coordinator there? We're going way back. He was he was the head coach, but the you know the mastermind of the offense. I thought the head I coach thought. of Oklahoma was Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley. Oh yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe, maybe he did. But Cliff was Texas Tech. Riley. Is that what yeah. we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kingsbury's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he was Texas Tech. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lincoln right. Riley was the coach he said that's right. coached Lincoln him Riley. best yeah. or coached him the most. Yeah. Yeah. He has to go pay him like a hundred million dollars to join the Eagles. That guy's got the sweetest deal of all. All right, go ahead, Dennis. What's up? Yeah, before before I get to my Howie point, after listening for the last two weeks, and I say this firmly with tongue in cheek, I I can't see them winning more than two or three games next year. Oh come on, Dennis. No, no, I'm being sarcastic. It's it's been that depressing and that doom and gloomish. Listening for the Latin. Hurts can't play. Howie can't draft. Nick can't coach. They have no players on defense. It's it's rough to listen to. To be honest with you. Well, I mean, look, it's what it is. I mean, we've been I here know. we've been here before, you know, yeah. but but Dennis, here's the problem. While having an 11 and 6 record, they fin and I believe this. I don't think this is an overstatement. They finished the season as one of the worst teams in football. I know. Not I by record, but but by performance. I am convinced if they started the season over and it was like, "All right, let's go get them, boys." I think they might have gone 5 and 12. Wow. That's how that's how bad it got. I mean, defense has figured out their offense, figured it out. Not to mention their their defense became a sieve. I mean, a disaster. So and, that, and the- that, that to me, like when they sit down for this press conference later today, you know, on one hand, ordinarily, you would be coming from a position of strength. We just made the playoffs. We won 11 games. We entertained you for three months. 
But I believe they're coming from a position of weakness because I believe they had one of the worst teams in football, and I mean this, one of the worst teams in football during 2023, and it happened to be in the last month and a half of the season. It, it almost makes you wonder, how, to, how the hell did Buffalo and Kansas City lose at this team? It does. It does. Dennis, give me a great answer. One of the five senses referenced in the title. Okay, I think this is a pretty big one. I'm going to go with smells like teen spirit. That is a great Huge answer. Huge wow. answer. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Yep. What you just said, you know, the the worst one of the worst mm-hmm. teams in football. The uh Eagles uh allowed 27 points in 6 of their last 8 games. Yeah. That's what bad teams do, obviously. But this was crazy. Minus 82.1 defensive EPA which is expected points added the defensive expected points added was negative 82.1 that's since week 12 that's the worst in football I mean that is truly horrendous horrible that is the type of defense that you can't possibly win with well I'll make it even worse by saying this as bad as the defense became I truly wonder if at the end of the year if the Eagles defense had to play against the Eagles' offense. I don't know who would have won. Tie. Yeah, it might have been. It might have been a tie. Like, that's how bad the Eagles— I'll tell you who would lose, Eagles fans. Yeah, I know. Watching but, it. Right, but you get my point. No, I, mean, I that's, do. That's I how told bad... you during the last game I tweeted, I don't yeah. know what's worse to what's what's least less enjoyable right. to watch, the offense or the defense. Do you think they defense. would run it? Do you think they would actually <laughs> run it against themselves? <laughs> because— they could have some success with the Eagles, but defense. they might avoid Let's, running it. The whole so you know that's the kind of craziness that my mind drifts to. Call but run. by the way, let's get to today's Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. After you visit the Philadelphia Auto Show, visit Armin Chevrolet for a great deal on a new or pre-owned Chevrolet. Together, let's drive ArminChevy.com. All right, two baseball-related questions. Um, the first is a Reese Hoskins question. He's gone. He's going to the Tampa Bay. Actually, he's going to the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. But we'll ask you this question because the Phillies could have pulled the lever on this one. And let me know which of these two scenarios you would have rather had for the Phils. Choice A, you keep Reese Hoskins. Let's say it's $17 million a year, which is what he got. You keep him as the DH. You play Schwarber in left field. You play Brandon Marsh in center field. That's option one. Option two is you don't sign Reese. You play Johan Rojas in center field at $720,000. You play Brandon Marsh in left field. You have Kyle Schwerber at DH, and in a world of budgets, you have an extra $17 million or $16 million to go play with to go sign other players. So, all right, that, that's one poll today. The other poll, and we'll get into this more as we move through the program, but Chase Sutley and Jimmy Rollins yesterday both did not make the Hall of Fame. We'll ask you, after being left out of the Hall of Fame this year, do you think Utley and Rollins should have made the Hall? Four choices here. Yes, Utley only. B, yes, Rollins only. C, yeah, they both should have made it. Or D, neither of them should have made it. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. All right, let's talk. Maybe we even sneak in a little baseball, but a lot of football with our next guest. Shiel Kapati, of course, from The Ringer, does great work covering not only the Eagles, but the entire NFL. Good morning, Shiel. You guys have my head spinning with Eagles defense versus Eagles offense. <laughs> I mean, I'm just picturing <laughs> Kevin Byer, you know, blitzing from like 15 yards. Back and the Eagles offense still not having a play. Like, I don't want to think about yeah. that. Let's and they off. don't see it, but he's too slow to get no, there. No, he still gets there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they, throw, they throw the ball away. Yeah, I don't want to oh. think about that. Would have been a Keystone oh Cop sort of thing there. Uh, Shield, give me quickly, and then we'll get to the Eagles hardcore, but your thoughts on Reese Hoskins no longer being a Phil? Yeah, 
you know, I'll always have that, that, that game three. I'll always have that moment there with my daughter. That, that's what sports are about, those little moments that you think about forever. So he'll always have a special place kind of uh, in my heart. But from a sort of do I think this was the right move or should they have paid him that and brought him back, uh, I think it was time to let him walk. Uh, and move on. So who knows? Two years from now, maybe you bring him back on a one-year run. Hopefully he gets healthy and has some nice moments over there, but uh, I have no issue with it. All right, Shield, let's get to the Eagles here. Press conference, we're all fascinated by. Um, what What do you – How? let me ask you this. How forthcoming, and I'll use the word honest, do you think Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni will be today when pressed? Like, as a for instance, who fired – who demoted Desai? What do you think they will say? What do you think they should say? I think there's going to be a lot of spin in this press conference. You know, I think the big thing that I want to know is why was there never at any point since the season ended a time where you just came out and said that Nick Sirianni is back as our head coach. And I think what they will say is that you don't do that yet. When you have a coach who's made the playoffs three years in a row, you don't have to announce that he's back. The Steelers didn't announce that Mike Tomlin was back. The Ravens aren't going to announce that John Harbaugh's back. And I think that's nonsense because I think if they were not actually thinking about moving on from Nick Sirianni, it's very easy to leak to your favorite national reporter that, hey, uh, you know what, uh, yeah, he, he's coming back. We're not going to make an announcement about it, but we're making changes to the staff, uh, but he's coming back. And they didn't do that. And so I really think this was probably a harder decision than they'll let on. I think there's more stuff going on behind the scenes probably then they'll let on, and uh, I would expect it to be a lot of spin and not a lot of on answers. Shill, first time we're talking to you since we essentially know Sirianni is back. Do you think Laurie and Howie made the right decision to retain him? Uh, I understand the decision. The more I think about it, the more I think about this might have been time to move on with all the signs we've seen in the last two months of the season and the early signs of what they're doing with the coaching staff. I mean, they're, they're changing the coordinators for the second year in a row. And so if you don't trust your coach to kind of put together a strong staff, we know that you don't trust him with the offensive scheme, which was obviously broken at the end of the season. And then just from a culture leadership effort standpoint, I mean, we all saw the product on the field the last two months of the season. So uh, I'm not saying Nick Sirianni can't figure it out. Listen, the, the wins speak for themselves three years in the playoffs. There's nothing to sneeze at. And so there is that chance. And I understand why they want to give him another opportunity give him another year. Um, I need to see who they bring back, who they bring onto this coaching staff and who the coordinators are before my, I'm making my final decision. But I do have concerns about whether this thing is fixable with the current people in place. Shield, why did we run it so much worse in 2023? And why did Jalen run it so much worse in 2023? Uh, I mean, I guess the most straightforward answer would be that he was playing injured for a lot of the season, and we don't know all the specifics. Uh, of that, but he obviously had the knee injury going on there for, for most of the season, most of the middle part of the season. Uh, I think that was part of it. I think the offensive line, you know, you had an injury here and there, you know, losing Isaac Sayamalo, which I, I didn't think was going to be as big of a deal. I, I think they had issues at that, uh, at that right guard spot for a lot of the season. So, um, you know, if you look at some of the advanced uh, stats, it's like they were still, you know, a top 10 rushing team in terms of efficiency. It wasn't completely broken, but I am with you. It was not something that felt like they could lean on over and over again when other things 
weren't working. So that that's something they have to look at this offseason. Why did it look like Jalen was worse at making decisions? You know, the the pull read or not, the the decision where to throw the ball or not. It it, it just felt like he was making mistakes. Whereas in previous seasons, that was one of his greatest strengths. Yeah, I think that's a major question they have to figure out this offseason. You know, I don't think Jalen Hurts is like the top reason why this team uh, regressed and played poorly. I think that's on the defensive side of the ball. But there was so obviously a disconnect between Jalen Hurts, Nick Sirianni, Brian Johnson. I I don't know who was, uh, you know, most at fault or where exactly the disconnect was, but this was not a quarterback who trusted the coaching uh, last season. I mean, we, we saw that in the Seattle team. When you're changing a play, when you just need 13 yards to get into field goal range and you're throwing a goal ball down the right sideline and then you're not mentioning that it was your decision uh, after the game, I mean, those types of things showed up. And, then, you know, a lot of this stuff with some of that, John, I, I think they're so vanilla and they're so basic on offense that I think defenses had a read on it. And when you turn the ball over a little mm-hmm. bit like they did in the first half of the season, now all of a sudden you're hesitating, you're not trusting it. So I think it's a combination uh, of all those things, and at least that's how I saw it. What is Nick Sirianni best at as a coach? You know, I, I think his relationship with players is probably still uh, pretty good. Now, I don't know what the relationship is like with the quarterback, and that is an important one. Uh, and so we'll see what he says about that. We'll see if, you know, what Jalen Hurts says about that uh, once he comes back in the spring. But uh, I do think overall that is an important thing. He believes that, you know what, you have to gain the trust of the players and then you can coach them hard, then you can go at them. And I will give him credit. I think he's stuck to that. I think that's how you have to coach in the NFL uh, in the year 2024. And so I think he's done a, a pretty good job of that overall. At the same time, I always say, you know, watch what the players do, not what they say. And so you have yeah. guys going to bat for him at the end of the season. But at the same time, we watched this team at the end of the year. Did that look like a team that was really playing hard uh, for their coach and were motivated. I mean, I mean, I think most of us would agree that that was not a, a team that was really like, you know, well, let's go. Uh, this guy's motivated us, and we're going to go out there yeah. and put it all on the line. So yeah. even having said that, I still have concerns about it. How much confusion did you see out there this season, and, and what gives you confidence that you'll see less next year if this is the, the head coach? You know, defense, I, have, I have never seen a defense – as confused or as unsure of what to do uh, as this version of the Eagles defense specifically wow. down the stretch in the last month. I mean, you've, we've all watched bad defenses before. And sometimes, hey, it's bad <laughs> cornerback play, or hey, they just don't have the talent. And don't get me wrong, I think there are personnel issues on this defense. But these guys did not know what to do. They did not know how to react to a simple motion. They did not know how to react to a different personnel grouping that they had not seen on film. I mean, there we saw them. They're looking at the sideline. They're trying to communicate. The ball's already being snapped. I mean, every sign you want to see of a defense that's a complete disaster and has no idea what to do, you saw that on film in the last month of the season. So yeah. uh, I don't know who they're going to hire as a defensive coordinator, but when you're the head coach, you're responsible for all of it. You're responsible for the staff. You're responsible for addressing those issues. And it was as bad in that playoff game against Tampa. Uh, as it was at any time in the season. Sheila Kapati here with us on WIP, as he is every Wednesday at this time. So, Sheila, obviously there's tons of options and some very notable options for coordinators, both sides of the ball. Which names do you think should be top of mind, top of the list for the Eagles in both offense and defense for coordinator? You know, 
Offensively, it's uh, you know a name I, I was kind of taking a look at, and I know he's gotten some interest around the league. I don't know that the Eagles have talked to him, but uh, his name is Zach Robinson, and he's the uh, quarterback coach and pass game coordinator of the Los Angeles Rams. I, I just feel like their passing game, it, it's not just a little tweak here and there. Like I, I feel like they need to make some serious adjustments. And I saw the name Cliff Kingsbury yesterday, and that gave me concern because the type of offense that Cliff Kingsbury ran, like the issues he ran into in Arizona are almost identical to the issues we saw with this Eagles offense last year. Not enough variety. Everything uh, from the shotgun, no under center play action, not as good uh, with the motions and the new stuff that we're seeing other offenses do. So uh, mm-hmm. I can't listen, I can't tell you this guy Robinson's going to come in and be fantastic, but just as I was looking at the candidates and saying who looks interesting to me to at least talk to, he was one guy offensively. And then defensively is tough because it feels to me like they probably need a veteran defensive coordinator uh, like a Jim Schwartz type where Nick Sirianni can just hand the keys to the guy and not worry about it. So maybe, you know, somebody like uh, uh, Mike Caldwell from Jacksonville would be fine. At the same time, if you're looking for the best candidate, the guy they interviewed last year from Michigan, Jesse Minter, who was Jim Harbaugh's defensive coordinator, uh, that guy's pretty impressive, you know, and and he comes more from that Ravens uh, defensive tree, that style of defense. Uh, And I don't know if he's just going to go to the NFL and be Jim Harbaugh's defensive coordinator, but if they liked what they heard from him last year during the interview process, that's someone I would want to talk to again. Shield, final thing here. We know Sirianni clearly is going to be on the hot seat in 2024. If they struggle, he's gone. I think we know that. Do you believe Howie Roseman should be on the hot seat, and do you believe Howie Roseman will be on the hot seat if they struggle in 2024? Uh, I don't believe he will be on the hot seat, and I, 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 you know, he probably shouldn't be on the hot seat. I mean, you look at the offense, they have a very talented offense where I think a lot of coaching staff would be able to get more out of that group than the Eagles did. Now, defensively, it's absolutely fair to ding Howie Roseman. You look at the personnel on that side of the ball, the defensive line is underachieved. I just, you know, Joe, I don't even, like, think about that much anymore because to me it's like like Roseman I mean he's got the job security and you know they did get to the Super Bowl twice I just don't even think that thought enters Jeffrey Lurie's mind unless they have like a three-year stretch I agree complete complete disaster and so um you know I I just like a couple you know in 2020 I thought about that because I thought all right this might be a time for a clean break and it was such a disaster that last year at Doug that I thought maybe it's time for everyone to go and you start over. But once he kind of, you know, Howie Roseman got through that, I thought, all right, we know how this organization is run. It's going to be Lurie. It's going to be Roseman making the decisions from top to bottom. And so I, I just think that's how it's going to continue to be. Shield, nice work, pal. We'll talk to you next week. Enjoy this press conference, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, man. Uh, all right, guys. Take care. Right, Shield Kapati with great work as always. AMA up ahead. Phone calls as well. It's going to be a busy 7 o'clock hour. Joe DeCameron, John Rich on WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.